2: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes
3: and fees may vary.
0: Perloff thinks the Oregon Ducks are going to be tight against Colorado and yeah. Deion Sanders this weekend.
3: You say that like that's uh of course they're gonna be tight. You okay. don't think they're gonna be nervous for this?
0: No, they might be, but here's the thing like you are Oregon. You come into every yeah. season with national title or at least college football playoff aspirations. Yeah. You can't get tight because the Colorado Buffaloes are coming in and you're a twenty point favorite. You've gotta like that's the time to show hey, this Colorado story is nice, it's fun, we're all rooting, yeah. you know, and having a good time rooting for Dion and Shadora and everyone. But at the same time, we're Oregon. Like we're in a we're in a weight class a step above. This is still a, you know a work in progress with Dion. We are a finished product.
3: Yeah, I understand the thinking, but the reality is you're going against America's team. And here's the other thing too: like Colorado's clearly got some talent. It's not oh, like definitely. it's nothing like we thought they were going to be. So the fact that they can stop the run and run the ball just a little bit is something that we never would have thought coming because they built this defensive line and offensive line out of scratch.
0: And even Dion himself said, we're yeah. not big enough in the trenches. Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. yeah right. So
3: that's why everyone assumed they get blown out, but they, they have not gotten blown out. So I, I listen, I think Oregon wins the game, but I don't think that they come out and it's as easy as, as some people think it will be.
0: Let's get the thoughts of a Super Bowl champion quarterback. Now the host of visa Primetime prime time. It's our pal, Sean King. Sean, what do you think about this? You've been in these situations before. Do you think Oregon's going to get tight in this game?
4: I don't think they're going to get tight. They have a lot of experience uh on their offense and defense. You know, Bo Nix started at Auburn, you know, second year at Oregon. So they came into the season with Pac-12 title hopes and aspirations. So I don't think tight is the word I use. I think they're excited because obviously Colorado has galvanized the national media when it comes to college football. Uh, have you ever seen game day and big noon, uh, go to the same city? So, I mean, and they were playing a team they were favored by 24 points over. So I just think that shows the power of Dion's brand and how big the buffs brand has become. So I think it's excitement that'll be, you know, within the locker room in Oregon because you get to play on this big stage. I don't think tight will play, uh, will play into it.
3: Sean, what do you think of that spread around three touchdowns for Oregon? To me, I, I totally understand where it's coming from, especially after what happened at Colorado State and Travis Hunter hurt. But it feels I, – I don't totally get it. Can you explain?
4: Well, I think this is the first time this has ever happened. And so, for once, the bookmakers are guessing. Mm. And to anybody, that's, to anybody who's listening who doubts me – they were they they made TCU 21 point favorites and uh Colorado won outright yep then they come back and make Colorado only a 3 point favorite over Nebraska and they won by what almost 30 if i'm not mistaken then they made Colorado state 23 point underdogs and Colorado had to go to overtime to beat them so they've been completely wrong every week
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's a great point
4: (laughs) so i think they're finding out because we've never seen a roster with this much turnover a program that was you know for the most part terrible in the last decade and all of a sudden you get this influx of talent how do you you know go about you know putting in your power ratings? and i think they're figuring colorado out as they go
0: Sean King is joining us. The Super Bowl champion quarterback host of VEASAN Prime Time. Uh, Got to get to some NFL stuff. But last one for you on Colorado, which is Shador Sanders. Uh, you know, what does he project to at the next level, Sean?
4: Well, I think right now he's in a competition with Drake May, in my opinion, to be the second quarterback taken in this draft. Like, I think he's that good. Uh, I did see an interesting clip, though. Dion and his sons went to the Broncos' commanders game. And Dion doesn't do anything by mistake. He made it a point to say that Shiloh and Shadour will both be back in Colorado next year. But in my opinion, with the way he's playing, if he maintains this level of performance, even if they start losing some games, because their schedule is about to get more difficult, but if Shadour continues to play at this level, I, I think he'll be in a-, a race with Drake May to be the second quarterback taken behind Caleb Williams.
3: Play a little de- devil's advocate. You know you can get NIL money, and Colorado will—they'll get the biggest NIL deals ever if he comes back. Maybe he wants to be number one and not be with Caleb Williams. Could that be a factor in this?
4: Yeah, I mean, but again, I, I don't understand the NIL thing. Uh, unfortunately, I was born about twenty years too early. <laughs> I couldn't—I couldn't imagine being in college full scholarship, don't have any bills, and then you get an extra. What? A, I making three, and Kayla's making four-something. So, I mean, it's something to think about. I heard Kayla Williams and his father say, depending on who got the number one pick, they might consider staying. But at the end of the day, is there really a bad NFL team? I mean, for the most part, they're in legitimate cities. It's only 32 of these companies in the world. So, I mean, hell, Mahomes is in Kansas City. He's undoubtedly the best quarterback Josh Allen's in Buffalo. Joe Burrow's in Cincinnati. So it's not like any of the top, you know, three, four guys right now are in major cities, and they're still still superstars.
0: Yeah, I think you can't get too cute with this kind of stuff, too, right? I mean, that guaranteed money he'd get as a first-round pick in the NFL is going to be bigger than the NIL stuff. Sean King is joining us, a Super Bowl champion quarterback and host of Eason Prime Primetime. Let's get to the NFL Sean, what do you do with Joe Burrow Uh, right now? I mean, Sean, uh, Zach Taylor, part of me, is being really close to the vest on whether or not he's going to be available this week. I mean, you're in an 0-2 hole. Do you sit Joe Burrow if you're the head coach?
4: Well, they started slow last year, and they kind of hit their their, their stride. Again, I don't love the way he handles the offseason. He does not play his starters in the preseason games. And I think that's why they end up having these slow starts. I think Mike Tomlin said it best when asked about, you know, why he plays this starter so much in the preseason. And he said it's hard to box without sparring. And so I think some of Cincinnati's struggles, at least offensively, are just rust, not having enough reps in live comp- competitive situations. So uh, injury-wise, that's just something we won't know. That soft tissue injury to the calf, you think it's healed. Obviously, he took a step a bad step late in the Ravens game. He looked like he re-injured it or aggravated it, so we won't know. But I think the bigger, more alarming thing for Cincinnati, what are they really good at? I mean, they can't rush the quarterback. They can't defend the run. They struggle to defend the pass. They're very, very average overall on defense. And offensively, they're not really great at anything right now either, so I know they've been really good the last three mm-hmm. years, but maybe there's some legitimate questions they have to answer regarding this 23 team. Hmm.
3: All right, I got a trivia question for you, Sean. Baker Mayfield, okay. 2-0 and without throwing an <laughs> interception. Can you name the last Bucks quarterback to do that?
4: Yeah, it actually got me benched. Like, he better adjust something, but it was me.
0: They <laughs> 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 well, got you benched. What how did he get, get you benched?
4: So I started that year. Uh, we went 2-0. I didn't throw a big Started 3-1 and one or something like that. Anyway, we went 10-6. and six. And, you know, for a first-year starter, I thought I was statistically pretty good. But they decided to bring Brad Johnson in that offseason. Mm. And uh, he got a whopping five-year, $25 million deal. And I didn't sleep for a week. Because uh, I was like, I just got robbed in Brighton. <laughs> and now, 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 hell, the third-string quarterback is getting five-year, $25 million. It feels a little light.
3: So we had a debate earlier in the show. If you could have one quarterback this year, Baker Mayfield or Derek Carr, who would you choose?
4: I'd probably go with Baker.
3: What do you see in there?
4: It's just, it's something about Baker that kind of makes me think he has not reached his ceiling. And, uh, I think you're starting to see it. He's got an opportunity with Tampa. I'm not jumping off the ledge and saying, go get, a, go get a Baker Mayfield for MVP ticket. But I mean, I've surrounded Derek Carr with Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs, and he hadn't got it done. You know, to be honest, this is probably, you know, one of the more talented teams offensively that Baker's ever been a part of. I mean, Mike, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, you know, you look on that defense. You know, Levante David, Shaq Barrett, you know, the Bucs got some big names. I told people this before the season. The only thing really missing from last year is Brady. So I would take Baker to answer your question. I'm not a big Derek Carr fan.
0: Sean King joining us just just for a more minute or two more, the former uh, Super Bowl champion quarterback, host of Veasan Prime Time. Uh, Sean, Aaron Rodgers have talking some crazy mm. stuff about his timeline, um, or suggesting some crazy stuff, keeping the door open that he could return before the end of this season. You're a former quarterback. You hear that and think what?
4: Well, I just want to say it sucks, man. You know, and I really haven't been Aaron's biggest fan because. You know, I don't think he handled the last two, three years in Green Bay, you know, the way that I would have wanted him to. But no one wants to see the Jets' season derailed on the fourth play. Like, we got hard knocks. We got the entire, you know, anticipation throughout the off season. You know, Jets finally have a quarterback. I drafted Garrett Wilson in the damn second round in fantasy football. So <laughs> for all myriad of reasons, no one wanted to see Aaron get hurt. Listen... He had talked about retiring the last couple of years in Green Bay. Most people thought at most he would be in New York for two years. So I do think there's some desperation, you know, to what he's talking about right now because he knows if he takes a traditional avenue to rehab, he probably never plays again, right? Like I couldn't imagine that he's gone, you know, it, the, 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 traditionally an Achilles. Mm. I mean, unless you're Adrian Peterson or somebody, right, one of these superhumans. I mean, it's a 12-month legit thing, right? So, I hope it works for him. I mean, he's always kind of been outside the box. What's that thing where he goes and sits in the dark and, you know, I, I don't know what Aaron got going, but, hey, I hope it works out for him. He's been a great player. Uh, the Jets deserve better.
3: Are you surprised they haven't signed a veteran yet?
4: No, not really. Uh the only one that I think can can come in and help them is Jameis Winston. But because uh, Jake Hayner got suspended, the Saints only have two quarterbacks on the roster, Car and Winston. So I couldn't see them moving Winston. Other than that, I mean, no one, none of those other guys are really going to upgrade you. I mean, I've heard Jacoby Brissett mentioned, but I mean, what's that going to do? Get you, you know, six meaningless wins? Uh, I would say this about the Jets: Where's the defense? I mean, I heard all every episode of Hard Knocks, all I heard them talk about was how tough and physical and dominant they were going to be. And they had a golden opportunity against Dallas this past Sunday to prove it. And I really came away unimpressed with the Jets' defense. So, you know, as you take questions and you, you talk Jets, don't just, you know, fall in love with blaming Zach Wilson because he was never supposed to be elite this year. That defense allegedly was supposed to. I had not seen it yet.
0: Sean King, Sean can't tell you how much we appreciate this. We'll check in with you again soon. You can check out Sean, host of Vison Prime Time. Thanks dude, appreciate it.
4: All right, have a great day.
0: All right, you too. There you go, Sean. He's right. Defense did not look great against Dallas. And I thought but I thought we gave the Cowboys more credit there. Mike McCarthy called a good game. Dak Prescott played mistake-free football.
3: Dallas didn't do anything. Until they both- until like the, they scored, I mean they okay they were okay, but I didn't think they dominated the Jets. No, they the weren't final.
0: dominating, but they just did exactly what they needed to do. Right,
3: right. And I think part of that was a function of going against Zach Wilson. Do you agree? Jameis Winston's the only upgrade there. I mean, I feel like there's got to be other upgrades on Zach Wilson.
0: Uh, yeah, I think a lot of people are an upgrade on Zach Wilson.
3: Carson Wentz, I think he'd be. A, I, I know you don't like Carson, but
0: well, it's not me that doesn't like him.
3: I think he could go. The to league
0: a- has spoken about Carson Wentz.
3: Well, I mean, listen, he's, he, until he, this year, he started, he's never been anything but a start. He's never even been a backup and he's signed with a new team every year. Yeah. The league has spoken. They can't quit on Carson. <laughs> Surprising. I don't know. And Nick Foles, I don't know if he's a, an upgrade, but I, yeah, that, I, I don't totally agree with Sean on that. I think there are a few possible upgrades.
0: I want to sneak in a couple of phone calls here because we asked you about this Colorado Oregon game. That's coming up on Saturday. Perloff thinks that, Uh, that Oregon's going to get tight, that they're going to be tight going into this this contest. Sean thought it would be more excited, not tight. Uh, Let's get to Sam. He's in Portland. Sam, how are you?
5: Oh, I'm great. Other than having to listen to Duck Fan on a national radio show talk about garbage, what your last caller said, uh, Little Brother, referring to Oregon State Fan. Well, this is Little Brother who's beaten you two of the last three times. <laughs> and, Maggie, uh, I'm sorry, you picked the wrong team in Oregon to follow. I'm you sorry. should have been a Bieber fan. And I'm going to tell you why. The The difference between Oregon and Colorado and Dion and an Oregon fan is that Dion is a lot of hype with a lot of results. Oregon's yeah. a lot of hype with little results. I'm calling my shot. 34-30, Colorado. They're going to go in there. And they're going to beat Oregon. And then, and then what are you going to say? What, what are the excuses people are going to make? I think Oregon's got a good team. I like the players. I like the coaches. The fans are just
0: arrogant and ignorant. <laughs> well, we know that this is a – listen, I'm, a not, I'm not going to say – I can't have you come on and insult Duck fans like me. You know, I can't stand for that, even though I've been a fan for about three weeks right now. But <laughs> I think I'm wearing it well. Um, Sam calling a shot there.
3: By the way, if people want to use this show as a way to act out the Civil War of Oregon, Oregon State, I'm all for that. Where are the duck callers? You're getting letting the Beavers have the afternoon here. I like this.
0: About, here's our our pal Chris in Texas, who's actually calling in about something other than the Cowboys. Chris, how are you?
3: All
5: right. Enjoy, enjoyed the past weekend. I'm sure you did.
0: Cowboys look amazing. I said uh, Dak Prescott fifth and MVP odds. That's too low.
5: I don't know about that.
0: <laughs> what else Bica you got for us, Chris? Maybe,
5: but, but uh, yeah, on the Colorado-Oregon game. Yeah. I, I hope for once, I hope Herloff is right. I hope Oregon's tight. I want the Buffaloes to go in there and stampede them. <laughs> and nothing against the Ducks. I like them most of the time. But they're going up against Coach Prime. I got back my cowboy. There we go.
0: It all goes back. Chris, thank you for being consistent. Thank you for being exactly what we can count on. Someone diehard Texas at all times. Sean is at Oregon. Hey, Sean, what's up?
6: Yeah, I love those uh, disgruntled Beaver fans. <laughs> you know, and they're not even really like real little brother. Those are like, uh, I think those fans are like little brother.
0: Wait, Sean, um, before we get to anything, we've got to iron out what's going on with your bet here with Perloff.
3: What's our bet? This we got the-,
6: the bet ironed out. I was going to send him some salmon if he wins, and you guys are going to send me an autographed photo of, of telling me what a great progno- uh, prognosticator I am.
0: I know, but don't you think that now the Aaron Rodgers injury might change things just a little bit with your bet?
6: No. Yeah, Not I-, at all. I don't think What's he would ever. I don't think he ever would have made it anyway. I think he was going to get hurt to begin with. Wait. I think Russell Wilson would be uh, uh, challenged to make it to the end of the year. And I think... Tua will make it longer in the league than Aaron Rodgers. You guys thought two was going to make it not through the end of the year? Aaron Rodgers didn't make it.
3: He didn't make it through the end of the series.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> he never I mean, completed no, is, a pass. I, Wait, But the Tua I thing is back. different. Let's... But hold on one sec. So the, the bet between you two is that, Perloff, you think that the Jets will finish either first or second oh, yeah. in the AFC East, and Sean called in and said they're not going to finish first or second.
3: They're going to finish or third it? or fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so wait, so...
0: So do you... I felt like you might yeah. want to change the terms a little because that bet yeah. was made before Rodgers got hurt.
3: This can be tough. It's gonna be, well, I'll tell you what. Sean, can you go out and find me a veteran quarterback for the Jets? <laughs>
0: <laughs> can you somehow... Not at all. You know what?
6: And I didn't even make you pay it for last year. Look, look at the bet I made with you last year. I go yeah. long. I went long this year. <laughs> I don't uh... make these little bets. You do whatever you want. I want to bring go back to the Ducks here. Okay, go ahead. You know, you know what the odds makers know? What's that? The odds makers know what happens to teams that go into Austin Stadium in Eugene, Oregon. And this is going to be great recruiting for Oregon with all eyes on Oregon. That's this true. This going to be great recruiting. And it's going to make Coach Slime, Coach Slime not look too good.
0: <laughs> Coach Slime. But here's the thing. Um, why does Oregon need any help recruiting? You've oh, they got... don't. But it, yeah. it don't, never hurts. I know, but you don't need to use Dion for recruiting. Sean, thank you so much for the phone call. Good to hear from you. You don't need Dion for recruiting. You don't need any of that. You're Oregon.
3: Well, I mean, in the glory days, they weren't a recruiting powerhouse. They had Chip Kelly just got his guys and and blew everyone else away. That was a different format for Oregon. I know, but you
0: and I have both been there. Yeah, no, it's incredible.
3: It's totally incredible. But I do think that it's it's a different – I don't think this is the Oregon of 2009. I think things have changed a little bit. So yeah, I, I think this is a great showcase for Oregon. In all seriousness, like mm-hmm. that's the other thing about Colorado. If you beat them by a lot, you're the story. You, you're the story, and also seventeen year olds are watching that around the country. And like, yeah, I, I think it's a really interesting point. Do
0: you think Colorado State got a bump?
3: Uh no, I don't Just think for
0: the double overtime, keeping it close, basically think, had them.
3: Yeah, I don't think people even know what conference they're in. When I say people, I don't. I don't. <laughs> you're
0: talking for, for yourself. I
3: don't know what are they in the uh, Mountain West. They're in the Mountain West yeah. now. Okay, yeah, I I don't think. <laughs> When's the last time they had a like a winning record? Like
0: that, I that I can't tell you.
3: Yeah, do you know anything about them?
0: I know they had the thirty-one-year-old kicker who had three kids and a wife and lived in the suburbs. Did they? I told a... you that on Friday.
3: They had a, they had a quarterback, Bradley Van Pelt. Remember him? He, who was really good? Did he ever make it in the NFL? That's the last Colorado State player I remember. But that being said, too, I think the USC game and the Oregon game kind of work together. So USC. It's important that they win that game because they want to be the number one recruiter on the West Coast. Now they got Dion coming in there. Is going to get California. I I think that's a great point by Sean. 855-212-4CBS.
0: 855 212 Coming up, the fallout from Nick Chubb's injury. It's not what you may have been thinking about. We'll tell you in just a moment. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio.
3: All right, this portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financials. Stuck in a timeshare and want out, contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. It's interesting, Maggie. So Colorado's bringing a lot of eyeballs to their games. I think a lot of people don't watch a lot of college football. I think a lot of NFL people who don't watch on Saturdays are going to be tuning in Saturday, and they're going to get a good look at Bo Nix, too. So mm-hmm. I do think the... There's real repercussions on both sides of these games. I mean, Caleb Williams has already done deal the following week. But I think this is a monstrous game for Bo Nix. That's another reason. I think, like, Oregon and Nix, they might feel some pressure. I mean, Bo Nix obviously has had some well-documented struggles against, yes. specifically against Georgia. Georgia has just tortured him going back to Auburn. So I don't know. I, I'm not so sure that... The the moment being this big is helpful to Oregon. I think on a neutral field on a normal Saturday, Oregon would just out talent them. But I wonder, does this spotlight? I maybe it's because I'm a choker and like <laughs> and everyone in the world was watching. Oh We God. do a
0: live show every day
3: on the athletic field. Like the oh, more oh. <laughs> eyeballs, the more eyeballs there were on me on the basketball court, the more nervous I got.
0: Yeah, I was a very good practice player.
3: Not oh, as yeah. good
0: when it got to the game, to the match. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, some people like Tom Brady and Eli Manning, like they thrive in the big moment. Yeah. Not so much me. No,
0: I told you because so. I once double faulted a whole game away in the state championship.
3: Oh, yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> We're two of a kind <laughs> Yes, here. we are. But I think Bo Nix in the past, maybe these moments have been troublesome. So this is a great test for him. He could move right up the first round. He's a little older. But he could move right up the first round. So now it's Colorado. Is not only about Colorado. Like their opponent is this huge story every week too.
0: You know, it's a great point. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. You mentioned that yes, like more people are watching Colorado. It actually set a record. The game against Colorado State for ESPN in terms of the late primetime window. So that's games that start after ten o'clock Eastern on the East Coast. There's never been an audience bigger than Saturday night, Colorado, Colorado State, with over 9 million, just for kind of like a barometer. Usually that game gets like a million people watching.
3: Still half of that Saints-Panthers slugfest last (laughs) night.
0: YouTube.com (laughs) slash CBS Sports Radio is where you can watch the show. That's where the Weedos and the Purple Drinkers hang out in the chat. You're welcome to join them. They're a very friendly and welcoming crew. Aaron Wilson says, okay, Maggie, new bet. When the Beeves beat the Ducks As I'm rooting for the Oregon Ducks this year When the beeves beat the Ducks You have to wear a lumberjack outfit
3: Love it That's great
0: What does that even entail? Flannel? What else am I wearing? So a I hat? pull up
3: a You have to have suspenders Jeans Work boots A red flannel A red cap
0: It's like the bounty an man? The, the bounty yeah. like on the paper towel? I think
3: he is a lumberjack Yeah, he is a lumberjack, right? Yeah, he's exactly like the bounty man Yeah, he's cutting down trees So you can wipe up your
2: counter
0: Wait, here's the question <laughs> I gotta wear red? It has to be red? I'm yeah. looking up
3: lumberjacks. Yep, got to be red.
0: Is that so it stands out against the greens, so like people could find so, you if something yeah.
3: happens? <laughs> or they don't shoot you because they think you're a deer. That might be it. <laughs> <laughs> that happens to happen a lot on the job. Oh, Yikes. I would assume so, yeah.
0: Um. Okay. Suspenders. Hmm. I don't have those. I might have a red. F-
3: First of all, the game's not over. I, you, you, I would buy the outfit after the game.
0: I <laughs> know, I'm just trying to do a mental checklist of my wardrobe. I don't have a lot of lumberjack or lumberjane looking stuff.
3: Uh, well, I don't know. Is lumberjack uh asexual? Wait, yeah, is there such a I've never heard Lumberjane. Is that a thing?
0: Uh I've heard that before. I've heard Have you guys oh, heard that? I've heard a woman call another woman that because she wore a flannel shirt. I, mean, I think that she was just kind of poking fun of her. But I I think uh what else do I have? Work boots? no suspenders no well,
3: you are gonna have to invest
0: red flannel no
3: fake beard oh
2: Definitely gotta no. Do <laughs> Got to do beard. <laughs> i don't have
0: those lying around about a spy working for the cia <laughs> what about the
3: axe
0: <laughs> they might frown upon you that know, here. <laughs> you're
3: not a spy it's something a spy actually probably would say you're great yeah. or am i we probably have an axe for the fire prevention around here there's got to be an axe yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why don't we take that from the fire prevention
2: area? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, fire guys. What could guys. go wrong? <laughs> 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 uh, you oh, know, really?
0: knowing me, I definitely forget to put it back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's, there's, first of all, that's a real axe. I don't trust any of us with a real axe. Plastic, rubber, fine. A real, actual, dangerous axe. No, thank you.
3: It's an axe. It's not a. It's not even a electric. No, what you can carry an axe. Who cares? You're not going to use it on someone. I, would I don't think absolutely you can ca- maul somebody with that. Can you? Accidentally. Uh, can
0: you carry around an axe? I don't I think mean- so. If you saw someone
2: walking an axe down in the hallway, street, yeah, if you saw someone walking down the street with an axe, you're running in the opposite direction. Exactly. I mean, I saw not in not the in the shining. woods, <laughs> not if <laughs> maybe in New York but this City. This isn't the woods. I <laughs> Bring it into the studio. She might be dressed as a lumberjack, but she's not actually cutting down trees.
3: So if you get a steak knife at a restaurant, it's not like you run for cover. Because what are you talking about? An axe is not that scary. What was uh, well, people the,
0: have like machetes and stuff? They get arrested for it.
3: They, there's an axe literally fifty yards from us right now. I
0: know and it's behind glass. That I think you're supposed to like only break glass in emergency type thing. This isn't like that.
3: No one's in charge around this place. We could totally take that. Back. <laughs> I, would, uh, I would completely look around you. Is there anybody who, who's gonna yell at us? <laughs> it's I mean, a good our boss. I don't know. I'm not saying that no one's in charge, but our bosses do not care about the physical plant of this place that much. I don't. Well, think. I mean,
0: they cared about you eating peanut butter. They cared about me not bringing a chainsaw in. So
3: chainsaw right that's what i'm monitoring that's things. the word i could find. a chainsaw is dangerous i do not trust you having a chainsaw you could carry an axe in. you're not going to use it i and know it, but
0: there's a lot of steps that i have to go through in order to get here i take mass transit at some point during my i can't bring an axe on a subway Dexter, Hi. I can't bring an axe on
1: I, the subway. I just, I just thought about it, and I was like, oh, everybody's running out that car. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. By the way,
3: you can't. I wouldn't even get on the A train without, without without an, an axe. Ax. Have you been on the A train lately? <laughs> <Finally> <laughs> like, no. Yes. Are you crazy
0: to have one or crazy not to have? An I ax just, ax on you the know, subway? you could
3: put it in a bag. You don't have to carry it on your shoulder.
0: How do you transport an axe?
3: Put it in a gym bag.
0: A gym bag?
1: I mean, they do have those axe-throwing
3: places
2: Ax- in
1: Brooklyn. I wonder if people yeah. carry their own axes there,
3: They right? definitely do.
2: People, people
1: definitely. bring i I've been to them. People definitely bring their axes. Wait. They, they bring their own, own axes? It's and they have, they, have, they
2: have, like, <laughs> cases for yeah,
3: there, there are actual cases for them. Are you guys afraid of knives, too? I don't understand what's going on here. Axes are not that no, big a deal. No, but, it,
2: okay, a machete,
3: different story. An axe is, like, a big deal, I think. What about, like, a hand axe? Like, one that's uh, a foot long? That's nice. not. You mean, like a rock a hammer, ha- a hatchet. <laughs> yeah, I guess you call it a hatchet, but it's an axe as well. The kind yeah. you do an axe throwing. Yeah, that because those are
1: not. They don't have the long handles, right? That's what you
2: are talking about. Yeah. talking about the
3: shorter. Yeah,
1: even the one with long handles.
2: You guys are such city yeah, people. But and but I can't you believe you're like saying two that. hands for that long handle one. If you're just walking around with an axe with one hand, I mean that is scary stuff.
0: I feel like it's almost akin to like the the person who has like the bat with the barbed wire around it from like The Walking Dead.
3: Wait, wait. So if you go to Someone's Do you see house, people geez.
2: walking around with axes?
3: No, no. In the woods, yes. But if you go to a house, wait, hold on. Jersey... You've been
2: in the woods enough to see <laughs> people with axes?
3: Yes, I've seen a million people cut trees before and like cut logs in their backyard a hundred times. My <laughs> both my parents, times, my parents, my parents and my in-laws both have axes. They cut firewood.
2: Wow, they cut their yes. Yeah, but they're not like putting in their car and driving down to the local store and picking up a gallon of milk with an axe
0: well here's the thing carol might be a wizard with an axe i didn't know that until today but she wouldn't have brought it to wip when we were doing the show there
3: Well, let me ask you this, though. If you go to a house, say, in suburban New Jersey where you live, and somebody has an axe in the garage, is that equivalent to having a bat with barbed wire wrapped around it, too? Everybody's got axes. 90% of our audience has an axe in their garage right now. An
0: axe in their garage. I do live in suburban suburbia, and of course, people have axes. They don't bring them to New York City and then bring them
3: to work. But if it's for a costume, you can put it in a bag. I don't know. I feel like costumes are fake axes. Uh, get a fake axe, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, the, axe. the next time you go to Spirit Halloween
2: and they're selling you a real axe, <laughs> run, run very fast. Meanwhile,
0: those places are open already.
3: What about a chainsaw?
0: They already said no when we want to do the Carson Wentz poster. Who said no? HR.
3: I don't remember that.
0: I have sixteen <laughs> emails. No the chainsaws. Of a in fact, no. Uh, Why well, was No, any no kind. I,
3: I didn't get involved in any of that because I didn't want the Carson Wentz poster. I know you were. Actively when he takes over against. for the Jets in Week Four, we're gonna want that poster back.
0: <laughs> There's bits and pieces of it in the office.
3: I, the I don't shrapnel. Know. I feel like I mean you guys never carry a knife around.
2: No. What? Who are you? <laughs> We're talking about a box Bro, cutter? Are, you, no, like, are uh, you Batman?
0: Why are you carrying around <laughs> a knife?
3: I don't know. Like, I've, I've, I'm sure I've carried a knife at some point in my life. But
1: the question I have for you is if you saw somebody with an axe on the streets of New York City, yeah, what's your reaction then?
3: So, describe this person. Are they
1: dressed like a lumberjack? <laughs>
0: that makes it creepier. Because yeah. it's not trees for miles. Yeah, what
1: if they are dressed so, like trees 40? here? I'm with, Mag- I'm with Maggie on this. That makes it worse. Okay. Like
0: this person just escaped Dexter. from Bellevue, which is yes. a very famous psychiatric I'm just hospital.
3: Say like. you're curious. driving around Main Street USA, and you go past Bill's house, and Bill's in the front yard with an axe. Are yeah. you calling nine one one? No, I'm not. Do you even notice it? Do you care? No, no, because it fits the it fits the scenery. Okay, it fits the area. thank you, Dexter. But, all right, just throw it in a in a hockey bag, which I'm sure Bill has. Just throw it in a bag and then bring it in. You're fine. There's one, or oh, we'll just grab that one out of the hallway. I tell you, until
1: this happens somehow that axe rips a hole in the bag and See? everybody's looking at you
3: like you're crazy.
0: Or it <laughs> just, like, hits you on the side. So- I don't know.
3: <laughs> Axes are typically, unless you're sharpening the axe, right. they're pretty dull. They're used mostly for cutting for wood, cutting right? Wood. Yeah. Right. You're not really. Yeah, very yeah. soft wood. Of course, it's a very dull... Have you guys ever used an axe? I have a feeling. Yeah, I, have. I have. I have. Yeah, yeah you put the little... Yeah. You put that metal yeah. thing in the middle yeah. and you hit the metal thing. Yeah, it's great. But, well, no, I don't know if you're really supposed to use the metal thing. Yeah, to split, split. logs.
2: Yeah. I mean yeah, some people about. do, but like I think, you know, the old well, school yeah, way, yeah. there's no metal thing. You just go full oh, old school way. Axe right. to yeah, axe to wood.
1: Yeah. I, I just d- I just think people's I'm sorry, Maggie, yeah. the people's
3: perception of it is going to be a lot about where you are.
1: And yes. some of it comes from horror. Right. Too. Like time and,
3: place. time and place. But if yeah. it's a special bet, like we can bring in a medium sized axe. It doesn't have to be a gigantic over your shoulder thing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I just can't think, think of can people less qualified
0: to talk about this than the people How many axe
3: throwing bars are in Brooklyn alone? 10? There, there's one
1: right near my d- daughter's gymnastics place. She goes, it's a couple blocks away. And there's a couple in
0: that's that area. It's an interesting juxtaposition. Yeah,
1: there are yeah, gymnastics yeah, and axe throwing. There's,
3: there's, <laughs> By the way, now every single store in Brooklyn, you either throw axes or you climb fake rocks. It's yeah. the only things to do in Brooklyn right now.
0: I think that's across the country, the axe throwing. I, I, what is crazy to me about those axe throwing places is how many of them serve alcohol.
3: Yeah. there was. Remember, we were in Kansas City for the draft. Yeah. There was a massive axe throwing bar right next to our hotel. Did
2: the sign a waiver to do that? Like to drink and throw an axe? I think so.
1: And I feel like those two things should not go
4: together.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> bowling and drinking is barely like above board. You give it,
1: like, I a mean,
0: darts, darts, like things could go really yeah. wrong, <laughs> alone go wrong. Anyway, maybe we should do that for our next uh, show bonding uh, event. Axe throwing? Axe throwing.
2: Yeah. Oh, I thought I, you meant just walking down the streets of New York carrying <laughs> axes together. Yeah. <laughs> like a gang.
0: <laughs> cool. I always wanted to get arrested with you guys.
3: Axe throwing is pretty cool. We should definitely do that. Why not? I'm By done. the way, this is a country where you could carry guns around, so I don't know what you I guys know. are so worried about. And axes. And we're worried about axes. Well,
0: fair I, point. Because like, point. can I do the costume without the X And that's a whole thing. Meanwhile, what about if Oregon just smokes Oregon State? Then I don't have to worry about this at all.
2: Uh, DJU's got this covered. Then oh, Aram yeah. said
0: he would send something uh, quintessential, uh, something quintessentially Oregon. So thank you for the weed.
3: By the <laughs> way, our guy DJU,
0: <laughs> we got it here though too.
3: I was just hoping it was salmon, but oh uh... uh,
0: yeah, no, that's your bet
2: with Sean. <laughs> salmon uh, weed, it's all the same.
3: DJU came back to earth, Mike, our guy last week. Ooh, young Yeah, I don't know, Maggie. I I, I think you're okay on this war. So you're on. You're a duck. You're a duck for life.
0: Well, I'm a duck for the season.
3: Duck for the season. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to lose that bet. You don't have to bring an axe. in. Accent. do not lose sleep over the axe. I know how you are.
0: I I don't want to be thinking about this from now until the civil wars in months. <laughs> this is not happening next week. <laughs> I have weeks and weeks and weeks to think about it. 4 CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Welcome to call in. Coming up, the one NFL team that could crash the party this year. We got an interesting. What if for you next? Don't move. All right, Perloff. I got a question for you. Yeah. Welcome back to the show, by the way. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. After two weeks, and I know it's early, we'll get back to Colorado and some comments. Uh, Dion and Shador were on Tom Brady's podcast last night, or uh, Let's Go podcast. We'll get to that in a second, but I'll give you this uh, hypothetical. After two weeks, I'll give you the AFC favorites, the Chiefs, okay, the Bills, or the Bengals, or you get the field. Who do you think if you had to call it right now, goes to the Super Bowl from the AFC? Is it the top three favorites, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Bengals? Oh, yeah. Or would you take the field?
3: I would definitely take those top three. Why? The Chiefs.
0: Just because the Chiefs, not because the Bills and the Bengals.
3: Wait, are the Bengals still a top three? I was wondering because they're really good they're in trouble. Okay,
0: but three, we'll say like the three favorites heading into the season.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would take that because the Chiefs are in there. And I haven't seen anyone who I feel so comfortable with.
0: But the Chiefs haven't looked awesome. The defense, in fact, is outpacing the offense. I was not super impressed with what they did in Jacksonville.
3: But say you had to pick three teams from the field to compete. Who? Miami. Miami.
0: Well, Miami. I've already picked Jacksonville to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I
3: mean, the Chiefs handled them and they 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 had really no Travis Kelsey. A
0: lot of room to go there with Jacksonville. They got to figure out what's going on in offense. Like what's happening in the red zone. Um, which I felt like was actually a bit of an anomaly, and the Ravens.
3: Oh, the Ravens! Yeah, what do the you the Ravens know about- are just
0: very—they're very injured right now. I would—I
3: I mean, listen, the Bengals played like garbage the first half. Then they—they they finally woke up and stormed back in the second half. The Ravens, we—there's a lot to be seen there. I—I I don't know. I still feel better with the Chiefs. In fact, you could have the bill put the Bills in the other group.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> still, still off them. Oh. Yeah,
3: I mean. The Bills. That's funny. This I, could
0: be setting up for something a little bit different this year because, for the Buffalo. I, no, for all three of the favorites for the three who we came into the season yeah. thinking they were going to be the three, you know, favorites to add, from the AFC to make it to the Super Bowl. I, don't I know, feel like it's already. Wonky.
3: I feel like it's the Chiefs and everybody else. It it doesn't feel like for some reason. But I don't that's put, a
0: little bit on reputation. That's not exactly from what you've seen the first two weeks.
3: Well, I mean the fact that they were in Jacksonville and really never were super scared of that game, and their defense held Jacksonville to that's amazing. I know, that but
0: that's just because Trevor Lawrence was just missing guys in the red zone. I mean, they yeah, had 100 but, chances to try to... They had, Well, I think it was seven shots at the end zone. They missed all seven.
3: Yeah, I, don't, I was actually... But it was on the road with no Travis Kelsey. Really. I know Kelsey played, but he didn't do anything. Uh, and they held Jacksonville to nine points regardless of... Uh, I thought
0: that was more about Jacksonville not having their you-know-what together on offense.
3: But they were fully healthy. I mean, can you imagine if you add Kelsey to that mix? And also, I think that Kansas City is going to get to know their wide receivers a little bit. Week one, that was a weird week. They they honestly they, they kind of took their foot off the gas. Uh, yeah, the other favorites, I just don't feel I don't feel strongly enough about anyone. Miami, yes, they look really good, but still, yep. I have the same fear I, I always do. Uh, Buffalo, same fear I always do. I think they can be electric on offense, but at the end of the day, it's Josh Allen or bust. Tell me, am I wrong about that?
0: Uh, no, you're not wrong about that.
3: And then Jacksonville is in the AFC South. There's no one in the AFC West. You know what the big disappointment is? The reason the whole AFC North has already fallen apart in two weeks.
0: Well, Remember I, we
3: were all about them?
0: Well, you were. You picked the Steelers to go to the Super yeah. Bowl from the AFC. The offense looks bad. As yeah. it looked bad last night uh, in that Monday night game against Cleveland. Cleveland's offense doesn't look very good either. Now both defenses look good, so maybe the offense catches up. But
3: Well, the injuries scare me about the Browns.
0: Yeah, with no Nick Chubb, now.
3: But the season. team that I'm... Li- the- but the Ravens did look good, you're right. But they, they don't necessarily look like a Super Bowl favorite yet. The team that is really disappointing is the Bengals. I mean, we we're so many people picked them. Yep. I looked at picking them. I thought about them. Now I don't feel like they're even in the conversation.
0: Well, it, and it doesn't feel like anyone really has a good handle on what's going on with Joe Burrow. Maybe they're just keeping it really close to the vest, but you know, they got a Rams game coming up Monday night football uh, home for the Rams, and the Rams suddenly look kind of spry. So this is going to be tough.
3: Okay, so let's do another show bet. I get the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals. You get the Dolphins, the Jaguars, and who's your third team?
0: No, I just, no, I get the field if we're doing that.
3: Well, who do you, okay, yeah, yeah, get the field. For,
0: for a surprise team.
3: Uh, okay, yeah, I would definitely you like do. that one? I like that bet a lot. Okay. It's pretty, I think it's, if uh, DraftKings or FanDuel put that out there, I'd say it would be close to the even. I think I'd get a little bit of the worse odds. Sandra, it can't can we it.
0: also tweet that out? You are given the after two weeks, Kansas City, Buffalo, and Cincinnati, or the field to make it to the Super Bowl from the AFC. 855 2124 CBS. Okay, so Shador Sanders and Dion were on Tom Brady's Let's Go podcast, and Dion had this to say He said, Everything that Brady does, everything you say, you have no idea how many times I use you to get on Shador's butt. He'll say, so you think Tom has a Maybach in college? You think Tom wants a Rolls-Royce phantom in college? He went on to say this article says that Shador's NIL valuation is now five point one million dollars. There you go. Brady said his response would be to get your butt in the film room as much as you can.
3: Are we are we an official PR arm of the Beyonce <laughs> Now, Why are we reading these quotes? I'm
0: just telling you, this Tom Brady is now taking on. Role of mentor to Shador Sanders.
3: All right, whatever. And This is, again, I'm back to the, oh my <laughs> God, please. Now, now I hope Dion loses, that I have to hear all of a sudden. <laughs> you think this three, is
0: going away if they th- lose? Three no FBS
3: way. games, and all of a sudden Shador Sanders is the new Tom Brady who won seven Super Bowls?
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I mean.
3: There's no I mean. Three games, they beat TCU- Nebraska and no. Colorado State. And now Shador Sanders is basically Tom Brady. You called him, what did you call him the other day? Or somebody called him, uh, yeah. Somebody called him. Oh, Black it, Brady. Black Brady. Yeah, <laughs> right,
0: right. That, they Three said they would trademark games. that for him. Three games. No, but I'm trying to think, what was the signature when the Brady had in college, though?
3: Well, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I had the Rose Bowl. He won yeah, that game. He did
0: win the Rose Bowl.
3: But uh, no, I mean, I think it's a little crazy to start considering. Would you compare Caleb Williams to Tom Brady already?
0: No, but I'm old enough to remember when people were comparing Zach Wilson to Patrick Mahomes. So people do stupid things. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not here for that. I'm just saying you've now. Shador has this whole thing around him now, which is not just a PR machine. But I think all guys who have fathers who, not all of them, but a lot of guys who had fathers who are athletes, I think it helps them. I think yep. it helped Clay Thompson. I think it helped Steph Curry. I think it helps a lot of guys because they kind of see the way. It's rare when it's someone whose dad was, like, a super-duper star, like Dion, where their kids might be able to live up to the hype. That's rare.
3: Yeah, no, I think it's funny. Usually a mid-level star has right. the, you know, Dion, it'll be a rare exception. I think a huge star to have such a star kid. And now they, you
0: got Tom Brady, though, as a mentor. Like, not everyone gets that. Not everybody gets wait, to wait, wait. tap into that kind of wisdom when they're this age.
3: Where did it, so wait, you didn't read me the quote, so Tom Brady is a mentor to Shadur? Just be did De- uh I use Tom Brady as an example.
0: No, but then Shador said, hearing it from my dad, I've always uh, heard it my whole life. I understand what he's saying now the majority of the time, but whenever I talk to Tom, it's just different because he's mm. actually been back there taking snaps.
3: There you go. I move over Tom Brady. I guess you have a challenge for the GOAT status.
0: Coming up, the latest from the Michigan State scandal involving Mel Tucker. We'll get to that in just moments. Don't move. Maggie, Perloff, and you on CBS Sports Radio.